You're listening to Liberation News, the newspaper of the Party for Socialism and Liberation. So good evening, brothers and sisters. Uh, thank you all for coming, for taking the time to join us in the important discussion on the life and legacy of Chairman Fred Hampton. Though today I've been asked to discuss his immense achievements, I chose to instead focus on his legacy and how his devotion to struggle continues to inspire revolutionaries and can inspire future revolutionaries sitting right here in this room. So let's start off with the chairman's life before he earned such a title. Born August 30th, 1948, he was raised in the suburban city of Maywood outside Chicago. In 1966, he enrolled in Trenton Junior College's pre-law program with the intent of defending people against police repression. His leadership and devotion to the people began to manifest as a political leader in his local NAACP Youth Council, where he galvanized the membership of 500. As the young chairman swiftly organized, the developments of the Black power-led liberation struggle began to unfold. The Loudoun County Freedom Party bravely defied the white supremacist South, the white supremacist South, organizing Blacks with the intent of building political power. The Deacons for Defense were one of the first visible groups brazenly calling for self-defense against Klan terror and all forms of white supremacist violence. Countless others, such as Robert F. Williams, laid the ideological foundations for self-defense and building political power within the Black community as a premise to build a revolutionary party. Chairman Hampton embodied the very nature of these legacies, deepening their work in the context of the Black Panther Party. Hampton was a community leader. He was a community builder. He led the street gangs of Chicago to turn their anger and guns around on oppressors, not on one another. He emphasized that racial and ethnic conflict between gangs only per perpetuated poverty and stressed that multinational unity was the most strategic tactic to achieve everyone's liberation. He created the Rainbow Coalition, a class-conscious multinational racial alliance between the Panthers, the, Patri the Young Patriots, the Young Lords, the Students for a Democratic Society, the Brown Berets, and the Red Guards. He oversaw rehabilitation programs for super oppressed individuals struggling to find a purpose and identity in society and built them up as revolutionaries contributing to their communities. Revolutions and decolonization throughout the world were inspiring the most oppressed sectors of the nation. The 60s were a critical juncture in the international arena of revolutionary politics. China, Vietnam, Cuba, the USSR, the anti-colonial struggles throughout the continent of Africa and the Caribbean Antilles all called for staunch anti-imperialist solidarity. Internationalism and anti-imperialism became essential points for revolutionaries in the U.S. to adapt. Chairman Hampton was vocal about the BPP's alliance with the People's Republic of China, often quoting Chairman Mao defiantly. He famously called out Papa Doc Duvalier, 
the Haitian dictator who functioned as a U.S. puppet during the Cold War, as an oppressor, and an example to challenge the petty bourgeois liberal theory that building black capital was a means to liberation. His leadership was etched by his love of the people. As Lenin once proclaimed, there are no natural leaders. This is a bourgeois concept. Leadership is earned. As revolutionaries, we become working class leaders, trained from the struggle and our commitment to the sisters. And in this definition, brothers and sisters, Chairman Hampton had it all. He stepped up in a time when the BPP already began to face state repression as co-founder Huey Newton battled inflated legal charges. The FBI's counterintelligence program, known as COINTELPRO, infamously mentions preventing the rise of a, quote, black messiah. Chairman Hampton was a tactically brilliant mind, a shrewd organizer, and a genuine lover of the people. He was a threat. On December 4th, 1969, 50 years ago, Chairman Hampton, along with Panther leader Mark Clark, was murdered in his sleep by the Chicago Police Department. Ninety-nine bullets were shot into the Chicago headquarters under the false pretext that Panther leaders shot first. But this was no isolated incident. Within just a few years of 1969, 26 Panther leaders were executed, including Bunchy Carter, George Jackson, his brother Jonathan Jackson, and countless others. So we're gonna take a break now to show a video of the chairman talking about the importance of multinational unity and fighting racism. I'm the deputy chairman of the state of Illinois Black Panther Party, Fred Hampton. And uh, a lot of people don't understand the Black Panther Party's uh, relationship with white mother country radicals. A lot of people don't even understand that word that they're used a lot. What we're saying is that there are white people in the mother country that are for the same type of thing that we are for stimulating revolution in the, in the mother country. And we said that we work with anybody from coalition with anybody that has revolution on their mind. We're not a racist organization because we understand that racism is an excuse used for capitalism. And we know that racism is just is, is a byproduct of capitalism. Everything would be all right if everything was put back in the hands of the people. And we're going to have to put it back in the hands of the people. Everybody in the state of Illinois is going to have to be involved or even around the revolution because we're going to have one. We're going to have to, we're going to, have to do more than talk. We're going to have to do more than listen. We're going to even have to do more than learn. We're going to have to start practicing, and that's very hard. We've got to start learning, and you learn through practice. We've got to start making mistakes, and you learn through making mistakes. We've got to start getting out there with the people. And a lot of times we think we're better than the people. That's an insult, and that's criminal. Thank you better than the people. We got to get together and learn where it's at. It's going to take a lot of hard work. Especially for children, it's something else. You ought to dig on it. All, every sister in this, in this, in this, in this, uh, in this audience, I'm, every sister in this audience, ought to get themselves together and come on down and help us with that children program. Y'all to come down and help feed them children in the morning. We have breakfast for children. Because we teach the people through practice, through observation and participation, that people can be fair free. That people think socialism is the 
if you're afraid of socialism, you're afraid of yourself. For many years, the ruling class remained content it had quelled the development of a socialist movement in the U.S. But that is not true. You can kill a revolutionary, but you cannot kill a revolution. Even his murder, even his murder sparked solidarity among some unlikely political sectors. And at the time, it actually inadvertently brought attention to the very movement the state tried to silence. The demise of our beloved leader was tragic. And brothers and sisters, state repression continues. At least six leaders of the Ferguson uprisings, along with black activists like Oscar Kane in Atlanta and Amber Evans in Ohio, have died under suspicious circumstances with reasons to suggest they were killed by the state. But let us not forget the death of Trayvon Martin. Let us not forget the death of Sandra Bland, the death of Eric Garner. According to the Tuskegee Institute of Mississippi, the most racistly violent state on record from 1882 to 1968, an 86-year time span, a total of 539 Black people were reported to be lynched. Now, just last year, 215 people Black people were reported to be murdered by police. Now, those are the reported numbers. They are killing and incarcerating us at our highest historical rates. Cowardice will not save us. Mao Zedong said, U.S. imperialism is a paper tiger. All reactionaries are paper tigers, unable to withstand the wind and the rain. Meaning the state may appear powerful and frightening, but it only works to give us this appearance because it is scared to death of a real organized people's resistance. Discontent over Chairman Hampton's death alone is not what he meant when he said you cannot kill a revolution. He knew that the inevitable end to capitalism can only come in the form of socialist revolution. What is evident is repression breeds resistance. 50 years later, we're seeing the resurgence of a black conscious movement. Record numbers of people are coming to demonstrations, a growing environmental movement, and we get to witness the ever slow breaking of the democratic machine. And I'm seeing, I'm sure you notice in these mockery of elections they put before us. <laughs> but we also notice that the ruling class is going through great lengths to discredit socialism. But even without the context of worldwide revolution, it seems to not be working. Growing numbers of people are looking for the alternative. And as a revolutionary party, this is the opportune moment for us to build up our ranks. What the ruling class was incorrect about was the rise of a black messiah being its biggest threat. It is the rise of a multinational group of class-conscious freedom fighters challenging not just white supremacy, but capitalism as a whole. And you know what? In the Party for Socialism and Liberation, we are those fighters. We're running a presidential campaign in the 2020 elections, along with longtime activist Gloria Lariva and legendary indigenous freedom fighter Lennon Peltier. We use the arena of bourgeois politics 
to ensure every avenue is used at our disposal to continue to raise class consciousness. It's not about winning, but what it is about is going coast to coast and honoring the legacy of the BPP, honoring the legacy of our beloved chairman, building with the community and proudly fighting alongside the most oppressed. There is only one way to honor a revolutionary, and that is to become one. Chairman Hampton got 5,000 people to join the NAACP in a town with a population of only 27,000. The only true way to build this movement is to be in it. It was true in 1966, and brothers and sisters, it is even truer today. Chairman Hampton once said, if you ever think about me, if you ain't going to do no revolutionary act, forget about me. I don't want myself on your mind if you ain't going to work for the people. That's right. But he would also say, the last words before you go to bed tonight, say, I am a revolutionary. Make that the last words in case you don't wake up. So in honor of Fred Hampton, I'm going to ask everyone to please stand. I want y'all to please repeat after me. Say, I am, I am a revolutionary. I am a revolutionary. I am a revolutionary. I am a revolutionary. I'm for the people. All power to the people. Y'all can all sit. If you're a member of the PSL, would you mind raising your hands, please? Now, I want y'all to remember those people. Because you might be thinking like, damn, they really going hard, right? But yeah, we are. <laughs> so listen, you might be busy with school, taking care of a sick relative, unemployed, or maybe you just straight up struggling. But I'm going to tell you this right now. Ain't no perfect time to join this movement. Ain't no perfect time to be in this struggle. Capitalism will always make sure those ills are there. It makes life hard. Sometimes it's just straight up unbearable. But you know what? That's even more reason to join us. Chairman Hampton wasn't some unattainable messiah. He loved the people. The people who raised their hands tonight, they loved the people. And if you came out here tonight, damn it, you loved the people too. I know this for a fact. When you join the PSL, you won't regret it because, goddammit, we fight to win. As the chairman once told us, if you were afraid of socialism, you were afraid of yourself. And if you dare to struggle, you dare to win. Black power, all power to the people, long live Chairman Fred Hampton. Thanks for listening. You can read more at liberationnews.org. You can follow us on SoundCloud, Spotify, Spreaker, and other podcast platforms. And follow us on social media at PSL Web.